friends. Welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast, episode number 92. So we're talking about being unwell and how hype has no part in wellness. It has been almost 20 years since I've been in the biz. And 20 years ago, my agent said verbatim, wellness and health will never be mainstream. Now, here we are 20 years later, and it is a multi-billion dollar industry that is so toxic that we find ourselves contemplating what is true wellness and who the fuck are all these people crowding our space. Welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast, where we get very authentically real because it's truly all I've got left. In a sea full of phonies and fakes, it has been extremely difficult to stay in this field and stay sane, might I add. I did a interview with Wondermind today, Selena Gomez's amazing mental health and wellness company, where she helps women to normalize the conversation around mental health and wellness. I applaud each of these women because we all know, as Lauren Hill says, how you going to win when you ain't right within. If you do not know what wellness is, Take a page out of Lauren Hill's book and listen to that thing, doo-wop, her best song, and listen to the words that she sings to men and women, or all beings, when it comes to being well, being real. As I've said to my friends on the Almost 30 podcast, Krista and Lindsay, when we were having a deep conversation years ago, how... Are you possibly going to practice wellness if you can't even be a real person? Living in LA, like I've said in podcast 91 to my own mother, is an absolute destructive distortion to the true practice of wellness. First, I'll define what wellness is, and then we'll go into the different types of wellness that you can practice that are real and free and accessible to everyone as they should be. So, True wellness is a practice where we are mindful of what we are doing, we are self-aware, and we are living with moral integrity, which means we practice what we preach. And I've been around enough fake and phony people to know one when I see one, and I can tell, as I've said before, in an instant, pretty much almost within minutes or if not seconds, if the person is real or not. Our industry normalized fakeness. And I don't know exactly when this happened, but it started during the explosion of social media becoming a societal norm. Not only does social media cause a lot of mental health issues, but it is not regulated by anyone. It's the wild, wild west. So people can tick off a box. I'm a chef. I'm a writer. I'm a model. I'm a public figure. And all they did was go on 90 Day Fiance. It's really difficult to differentiate a true practitioner from those who just call themselves a chef, a writer, an author, a model. It's very difficult to find any discrepancies between myself, who's practicing wellness and went to culinary school when I was 22. Um, I went to culinary school in 2005. It is 2022. I also cooked on the line at several places and then became a writer and journalist at several large publications in New York. Now, it doesn't even matter that I did this because the calling card of social media 
has become an absolute distortion when it comes to credibility, a resource of truth, and also it's hard to tell the difference between me and a girl that is 20 that looks like me, who takes really great photos, has a lot of time, and has really sore thumbs. It's difficult because those of us who put in decades of hard work don't really get the type of credit that we once used to get. And when a lot of us were on this trajectory to success, which looks like an upward, say like a a line going up like a roller coaster on a graph, we were doing really well until we had this distortion in our field. So I, again, will ask you to do research on any newcomer to the wellness field. We welcome new people. We welcome all kinds of professionals, writers, journalists, doctors, nutritionists. And mostly I just think we need to acknowledge those who have been around for a very long time before we got into the field. What is wellness? It is a track, a practice of being a true spiritual being who focuses on better health and overall better wellness in the mental, physical, emotional, and financial sectors of their life. It is being a lifelong devotee to the space of authenticity, clarity, and education. It means you are forever a student and you practice Shoshin, a childlike mind around the practice. We never tell people that we know it all. We never say my way is the way. We know that there are millions of paths one individual can take on their journey, and we encourage you to do so. Everyone is entitled to a beautiful life, but I might add Let's not let this entitled behavior get in the way of our true wellness practice. The most humbled individuals that I have followed, who I know are some of the godfathers and godmothers of wellness are, and if you'd like to write down notes, this is a time to do so. Take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out. Alice Waters, Michael Pollan. Titnot Han, Dr. Andrew Weil, Ram Das, Marian Williamson. These are a few people from the very beginning. There are a few other monks woven into that that I follow, and they do not include anybody who has a social media account. I'll just say that. I've really come to find that I'm turned off by people that virtually came out of the woodwork a few years ago and said they were, you know, a monk or a practitioner in wellness or a teacher and they, all they wanted to do was be famous and you bought into it. That shit's called hype. There's a whole song written by, I can't even remember about hype. (laughs) I don't, I don't believe it. I tell you guys to eat fruits and vegetables all the time. The advice has never changed, no matter what book I am writing. I will tell you there are also some incredible people who work behind the scenes at magazines like Prevention, Women's Health, Men's Health, Men's Journal, Shape, 
self when that magazine was out. There are so many publications that were doing this long before it was trendy or cool. Now it's just full on toxic and hyped out. And I don't want you guys to buy into this shit anymore. It's been a long time coming when we practice wellness and we see what is wellness? Who were the godfathers and godmothers that came before me? And long before them, might I add, there was Jesus and Buddha and a whole scheme of, you know, go-getters that started from the beginning of time thousands of years ago. Your grandmother was a better wellness practitioner than you are today. And that's because she didn't have technology, social media, and all of this nonsense around you. If your grandmother is still alive or your grandfather, sit down with them and ask them what life was like when they were young and what their take on wellness may be. Take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out. Now, what are the basic building blocks of wellness? We should know that if your mind ain't right, nothing is true wellness and can be practiced authentically. You are not the epitome of wellness or health if you don't have your mind right. Sorry, phone call. I will say also the basics are a mathematical equation of calories in, calories out. If you really want to lose weight, the key is to eat plant-based fruits and vegetables, no more processed food, no more packaged food. You can even go to Costco and find a plethora of fresh fruits and veggies nowadays, and you have no excuses anymore. They sell Atlantic salmon, they sell wild salmon, and if you're a vegan, they have plenty of options for you as well. No one should be judging the way that other people eat. If you eat vegan, great. If you eat paleo, great. Don't push the way that you eat on other people. I like to eat plant-based. I'm Japanese, so I do like fish on occasion. I do believe in cutting down meat consumption, cutting out the sugar and the dairy, and eating a plant-based diet to stay fit. I'm certainly not the same size I was when I was in junior high or high school, but I am very close. And that's because I do a meticulous calculation of calories in, calories out, but I'm not tracking it. I just simply make sure to work out about five or six days a week, and I make sure to walk for about 15 to 20 minutes a day. So we know that exercise and diet are still no bullshit. There's no hype around how to be well. If you eat a good amount of fruits and vegetables, it is a sure thing that you're ingesting antioxidants, beta carotene, phytonutrients. You're ingesting things that help to protect your skin from the sun and from aging. That is your body creating natural collagen and natural protection that fights free radicals. You will set yourself up for success when you learn how to do one thing and that's called cooking. I mean a real cookbook by somebody who went to culinary school, cooked on the line, learned how to cook from their ancestors, who has devoted their life to cooking. This is really important because everybody should sit down at a table and everybody should learn how to cook a meal for themselves, at least a few different variations. 
if you would like to hear me talk more about cooking and wellness in writing cooking courses for all of you, let me know. Info at CandiceKumai.com. While I went to culinary school 20 years ago, the chatter around wellness didn't really exist. I went to a French-based cooking school, a Le Cordon Bleu program, and all they cared about was the fucking mother sauces, bechamel, whether you knew how to julienne or batonet. It was very interesting. Times have really changed, and society must move to shape and change along with this. Now, instead of progressing in wellness, society has regressed by buying into marketing, advertising, and tons of fake people that wanted in on this space. And that is where, my friends, I will call bullshit on people that I personally know were not around when I was scrubbing pots and pans and mopping the floor at restaurants and when I paid out 50 grand out of pocket from all of my hard work to put myself through culinary school. They weren't around when we were writing magazine deadlines until 2 a.m. in New York City, and they certainly weren't around when I was teaching cooking classes at the Brooklyn Kitchen. These, pro- these people virtually came out of the woodwork because they wanted something. Fame, fortune, and money, and power. Greed does disgusting things to people. It has no place in wellness. There is an elitism that was created around wellness. When a group of us, 50 of us, flew out with Lululemon over to Maui and we had really fucking deep, dark conversations together. I mean, for hours a day, 50 of us sat in a room, pro snowboarders, pro hockey players, producers, directors, actors, writers, authors, public figures that were real. You had to be vouched by the team there. There were no phones allowed. There were a lot of tears, a lot of meltdowns, and there was a great conversation around elitism in wellness. It included the fact that a child in the inner city would never know what a yoga mat is. They didn't have access to it. They don't know what it is. It includes the fact that we all need to figure out how we're going to do our part to get better education to people to understand that wellness from our ancestors and from our grandparents and from people that wrote books way longer than we did. Like I'm talking about Marion Nestle. I'm talking about Michael Pollan. Look up people when they were writing about food about 20 years ago. Malcolm Gladwell always did a good job of the tipping point and showing us how things really shape and develop through society. A lot of it is just, gosh, like it's, it's hype. Sorry, there's a lot of cursing coming out right now because I am very passionate about this topic. At 40 years old, I'm sorry, but at some point you guys are going to have to wake up and let those of us who have been doing this for a very long time humbly, let us shine. Give us the opportunity. Share our work and our books and our podcasts. There are a lot of people that came out of nowhere just to push their books their classes, courses, downloads, subscriptions, products on you. And that's not wellness, my friends. That is called a salesperson. And trust me, I'm really good at sales. 
I was hired by Home Shopping Network at 25 years old to be a host, the youngest age ever for one of their hosts. I know what it takes to sell rubber bands to you for 20 bucks a pop or ice to Eskimos. Wellness is also about fitness, and that doesn't mean the hyped out classes, courses, and pay for XYZ. You also should not be following practitioners that have eating disorders. There are plenty of people out there that are not well who are trying to say that their body is fit and healthy. I would suggest following true nutritionists, registered dietitians, if you want to learn how to get healthy. Now, I don't care if you think that that's an old school way of thinking. There are all kinds of courses that say like IIN that are very shady and sus. I question whether those are credible or not. I could start my own program tomorrow called Institute of Wellness Nutrition and somebody would buy into it. But I'm not going to do that because I know the pillars of wellness include cooking, fitness, mental health, sleep, and everything in moderation. Now, before I get into the next pillars, which include mental health and what Lauren Hill taught us, I want us to really look at the positive side of what we can do to change our own industry. Your dollar really matters. So where you put the dollar matters. So when you go to a farmer's market and you're supporting your local economy straight from the soil up, please, by all means, grab a reusable bag and go to the farmer's market fill up on fruits and veggies. Just start. It's not well to buy a bunch of prepackaged meals and trash our planet with thousands of extra pounds of waste, not even including the thousands of hours and flights and automobiles and trains and trains and planes that that food has traveled from. Eat in season, eat local, and take a reusable bag to the farmer's market. If you don't have a farmer's market by you because you are one of those people that lives in a food desert that doesn't provide, please look up your local market that sells fresh fruits and vegetables and also encourage your local community and your local senators and Congress people to encourage them to start more farmer's markets. It's really important that we put this conversation out there and we separate wellness from hype. I don't want my favorite industry to be distorted, but it seems like it's been a little bit too far gone, doesn't it? Ask yourself, what are you doing right now to buy into hype? Is it the prepackaged meals? Is it the subscription? Is it you thinking about taking a course at a place that might be a little bogus? Is it you saying to yourself, I'm following this person, but I think they have an eating disorder. Is it you saying to yourself, I follow this person, but her face looks like surgery face? Anything that doesn't make you feel good or well, get it out, clean, cleanse. Just wash yourself of these things that make you feel like shit. It's really simple. You wake up, make yourself a tea, meditate. Breathe. Don't touch technology. Relax. Breathe in. And breathe out. 
you go ahead and you take your first look at your email when you're ready. Start your work day or you drive to work. Pack your lunch, save on money and calories, eat something healthy. I always make a big salad with a protein and I love it. Then I take a little bit of a break throughout the middle of the day to work out. And then the rest of my day is spent back at my desk doing one task after another. And I check off the boxes. What did I need to finish today? Okay, Shiseido editing, pre-production location, hiring the rest of the staff, getting ready for the Goop event this week, the Wondermind interview, making sure I packed three gifts for people that live in my building that have done good things for me. I went to the food bank and volunteered on Saturday. I feel great about it. I made sure that I wrote all of my reviews for anybody on my team that needed a little bit of a boost as far as on their resume, etc. And then now I'm finishing the podcast for you and making sure that I fill all of my production bins with things like wardrobe and books and props. Sometimes you have to map out your day and plan it with clarity. Cleanse. Get it all out there. You don't have to do anything. And if your job is making you unwell, like a toxic employee, coworker, boss, somebody talking down to you, somebody that makes you cringe, get out of there. Work should be free and easy. It should feel like you are doing a contribution to society that is your calling. And you should be learning something new every day with a childlike mind, Shoshin. If you are able during the middle of the day or later in the day, take a walk and clear your head. It is important for us to walk in a walking-like meditation every day as Titnat Han has taught us. Sometimes walking in peace for two or five minutes can make a huge difference in a really crazy New York City type of day. And that's also to note a lot of you are in different countries and I love you guys. Spain, France, the Netherlands, Brazil, Portugal, whether you're over in Ghana, Japan, Africa, like any other continent, I really commend you guys. I'm so excited that this podcast has gone very global. After learning to cleanse your life of the things that are really toxic, and that could include old friends, old lovers, people that, you know, you banged a few months ago and you're obsessed with them, but you got to let them go because it's not working. Whatever the case may be, just let it go. It's so hard. I know I say it and it's like, Candace, you can say, let it go, but you know how hard that shit is. And I would say, yeah, it's fucking like the hardest thing in the world. Our demons will eat us alive, but that's only if we allow them to. So when you cleanse your mind of these thoughts and the past and these old beliefs and ideas and systems, we tend to learn that we can relieve our own suffering through our mind. And that's where the practice of, say, Eckhart Tolle's work, Titnot Han's work, Ram Dass's work comes in as a spiritual guide. Marianne Williamson, I mean, one of the most brilliant writers way before she ran for president, you guys. She's been my, like, one of my favorite writers for almost 20 years. 
There's even a book called The Artist's Way, where I really agree with writing and journaling. Even if it's just scribbling the morning pages or gratitude journal at night, just tell God or whoever the higher power is that you believe in, or maybe you don't believe in anyone at all. Just put out there what you're grateful for and how everything right now in this moment, and I'm talking to you, is okay. It's okay if you bought into the hype. It's okay if you were fooled by all these people. But you don't need to take on the toxicity and the heaviness and the fake bullshit of all these disgusting people. I'm sorry to be really crass on this podcast. This podcast isn't something I'm proud of today. It's something that breaks my heart. Because after watching like two decades of just wellness going into the gutter, I feel like wellness in itself needs a big ass cleanse. And I don't mean juice cleansing, okay? I just mean like, let's just get the shitty people out. You hold the power in unfollowing and stop buying their books and stop anybody who wants to be idolized. It's like, you know who they are. They create these weird ass videos of vulnerability and they make you feel like shit when you're watching them. And then they prey on you because they know that you're vulnerable sad, depressed, lonely, broken up with, you have a broken heart. Nobody. No, that's not wellness. That's virtually like predator behavior. Gross. That's like the sugar daddy on 90 Day Fiance. So (laughs) whether you are a true believer in this shift or not, I think the bubble has officially burst. Now, I don't know because I haven't watched this, but I heard there was a docu that already came out on how toxic or bad the wellness industry is. And it's true. I've been writing a show, a documentary on the history of wellness for a while now, and I'm excited to present it to you because I feel that I'm one of the only people that's going out there looking at ancient practices and bringing them to the forefront and saying, don't forget about culture. Okay, this is important. Culture means cultivating it. Enrich it. Use it to enrich and grow and develop and educate and shape and soften and love yourself. There is so much more out there than all of this bullshit. When I worked at the mags, I remembered that people would buy these pages and pages of advertising And while that was okay, it was supposed to supplement the really good shit that was the truth. Instead, now, all we see is advertising, fake, marketing, and on top of it, really inauthentic, gross people. That's not wellness. And P.S., pay your fucking taxes, dude. I'm sick of seeing all these people with tax evasion. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, just follow the rules and you'll be cool and stay out of jail. Sorry, another one. I digress. Back to the cleanse. All right, so (laughs) I may need to cleanse myself. I think lastly that we can understand mental health is where you're really going to get right in wellness. And once you're clear in your mind 
And this will take a while. Like self-work is the deepest, hardest, and most gruesome work you're ever going to do in your life. You are your worst enemy. It's not anyone else out there. It's your mind. Get your mind right. I loved working with Wondermind today because it's a safe space where women can tell you, I have OCD. I'm bipolar. I'm, you know, I have depression. I have anxiety. I'm borderline. It's everybody coming in and just saying what they have and like making sure that this conversation becomes normalized in society. We don't need to pinpoint people who have mental disorders and make them feel like they don't belong in wellness culture. They're the most important people we have. Do you know how much we can learn from somebody who has borderline? Doing the work means admitting to the world that you're perfectly imperfect. Wabi-sabi. You've got so many flaws. And I don't mean a pimple on your face or a muffin top. I mean like you don't have your mind right. You're going crazy. You have anxiety. You have depression. You want to hide under the covers. I reveal more and more by peeling off these layers of my own onion every year because I realize that I've done a disservice by being way too perfect in front of the camera for all these years. This podcast is the first place where I've been able to be myself. Books are the second place where I've been able to write my truth and honor my story. And I really want you to do the same with your life. If you aren't real, how are you ever going to be well? Ask yourself that question. Am I living in moral integrity? Do I truly practice all that I preach? And be careful of people that oversell and that are constantly thirsty to be in front of your screen. That is dangerous behavior. Ain't nobody need to be on a screen showing you their life, talking about their vagina or their husband's name or whatever it is. Nobody needs to be oversharing that much. That is an illness. I could go off the grid for three to five years and I could still come back strong with some beautiful books. You don't need to do anything that other people are doing. Fitness, I'm going to talk about another day because it's a really, really interesting topic. And it's not necessarily my expertise. I'm more of a wellness food, and culture girl. But I will say, I'm glad that we hit the pinpoints of what is true wellness, what is cooking and food to wellness, who are the godfathers and godmothers I should look up to, what do I need to look out for to cleanse, where am I going to get correct information on wellness, and how do we really clear up our mental health so that we can exercise moral integrity and being authentic to ourselves. Lastly, the human ego plays a large role in why we have gotten to a toxic wellness culture. I believe we have been good and bad 
for many centuries. They both exist, much like the light and the dark. War will always be a part of our society as long as people exist. I wish that wasn't the case, but it seems to be the truth. It still means you can be a good person today. You can still pay your taxes. You can be a good Samaritan and be honest with your work. You can lay off on oversharing with the world. You can look at fruits and veggies and lean proteins, nuts and seeds, anything from like salmon to tempeh and tofu and whatever you like to eat. You can look to that as nourishment for your body. Cooking will always be your greatest resource to wellness. Shopping local. Stop buying the subscription boxes and stop buying stupid wellness products you do not need. If you want me to be more real and start showing you actual videos about what is working and what isn't, I'll let you know that berries, citrus fruits, dark leafy greens, and this shit is delicious. I don't care what you guys say, but I am like a firm believer in being a wild one and also eating really well when I feel like it and then not when I don't feel like it. (laughs) But the not is more like, you know, chocolate, like sitting around being lazy, watching 10 episodes of 90 Day Fiance in a row. Stuff like that is fine. You know, veg out, relax, watch a documentary on the plane, like stop working all the time. Take little breaks, do your indulging. All I'm saying is everything in moderation, including moderation, as Julia Child says. She's another godmother, by the way. She went and studied after her work in the army at the French, uh, or I'm sorry, at the Le Cordon Bleu School in um, France. And then she ended up starting her food career in her 50s. And I just love her. Look for people that paved their own way. Look for those who were self-made, who went against the grain and gauntlet. Look for people that had agents who told them that health and wellness would never be mainstream just 20 years ago. Another agent used to tell me that there was just no money in the health and wellness space. And my goodness, has that changed. Although I'm an oldie now and I've got more wrinkles on my brain, I do feel spectacular with where I'm at because 40 brings a lot of confidence. I hope and pray that each of you will wake the fuck up and learn about true wellness. It will not come in a package or in a shiny bow or a 1999 subscription service or in a packaged meal. It's not going to come in a bottle or in a pill. It will come when you figure out how to cook meals for yourself, shop right, get really good sleep, drink plenty of water, and do drugs in moderation or not at all. It will come when you unfollow the people that are toxic who have been surrounding your life for a really long time. Trust me, I did it. I am not perfect. I am the furthest thing from it. But I love sharing with you on Wabi Sabi, a place where I can be safe and real, that I've been through the worst of times and I have seen it all. And I am here to report to you 
follow through with people who practice moral integrity, those who practice what they preach. There are a lot of really brilliant writers, authors, directors, doctors, practitioners, nutritionists that are out there right now putting out beautiful work. I will try to compile a list of who I think the real practitioners in this world are. And until then, if something makes you feel good and it's a novelty, like a candle, a healing stone, it could even be like a silk eye mask, like those things are really nice and they you can enjoy them. I'm a huge fan of using a rose mist spray on my face at night just to relax. This 24-7 hustle culture has had its time. And as an older millennial, I think it's done. I lived in New York for 10 years. I grinded. I got like 10 MBAs in that time. And I learned how to throw bows on the subway. And I fucking miss cursing back out somebody who curses at me and using my elbows to push them aside. And I really did that all in my 20s and 30s. It was a fucking blast. But I will say that practicing wellness, meditating with the monks, breathing in and breathing out, sitting and having a cup of tea with my great auntie in southern Japan, letting my hands touch the leaves of the tea fields, pouring a cup of miso for my mom walking through the open market with her in Beppu, getting on a plane to Okinawa with my sister while we got into a fight many times, <laughs> taking a dip in the ocean with all the little fishies in Okinawa and learning how to dream while looking up at the clouds and then at nighttime looking up at the stars and the big beautiful moon and feeling really, really small again. The universe has a really interesting way of telling stories and reminding us of how insignificant and unimportant and unentitled we actually are. Let's just go back to being, shall we? The basics of what our grandparents know. Let's not lose culture. Grab the recipes from grandma, store them somewhere safe, hold on tightly to your pet, talk deeply to your partner at night, remind them that you love them, get really good sleep and drink plenty of water, and remember you can read books from anyone like Phil Jackson to Dennis Rodman, Scotty Pippen, <laughs> you could even read, you know, the latest memoir by Brian Cranston. I'm obsessed. My life in pieces. It doesn't matter as long as it makes you feel good and it's not toxic. A lot of people are going to give you advice in those books. Take it or leave it. That goes for all of mine as well. And same with this podcast. These are just my opinions and not facts. But we know I've got your best interest at heart. Don't forget to sign up for my newsletter if you haven't already, and please leave your juicy review. We have been very slow on reviews lately, you guys, and I'm watching you. (laughs) 
My interview with Wondermind comes out very soon. Selena Gomez's health and wellness company. We also have new Shiseido show videos coming out on sunscreen. It's how I've stayed looking young, guys. <laughs> Shiseido sunscreen. Please listen to my mom's episode in 91. And I am really excited for what the future holds. I don't have anything big coming up right now. I'm just sitting back and observing and waiting for God to send me my next assignment. Until then, I'll talk to you guys next week and have a fabulous week. And don't forget the true note, the truest, the truest wellness starts from within. <laughs>